Rorick Honda has over 200 new and almost 50 pre-owned vehicles waiting to be tested. Follow us on social media from Facebook and Instagram to Twitter. You will see weekly car highlights from all of Honda's vehicles. Plus, make sure to check out video tips from Larry about the Rorick Advantage, vehicle maintenance, as well as Mythbusters. But as always, visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. Now let's start the Yajagov podcast as we are throwing axes at Ace Axe Throwing in Homestead. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, Jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, Jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. This is Ken Bill. Hey, this is Kurt Angle. Hi, this is Rocky Blyer. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. So this is the Jagoff Podcast, and we are we are throwing axes. This is Legit. an active thing. This is an experiential podcast. Well, that's what we want to do, right. and it's a little competitive. Let's talk about we we both got one, right? So we're tied <laughs> up. Yeah. But I had the advantage because I did it first. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So but I think uh, you had better form. Every, everybody, that. you'll hear in the background just axes being thrown against pieces of wood. Yeah, and uh, um, and the penguin game's on as we're recording this too. So, so it doesn't get any better, right? So reminding you, if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, make sure you go to radio.com and subscribe to the podcast, or subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcast. And if you're on iTunes, feel free to give us some kind of like a mention and say, "Hey, we're cool" or something like that. As long as you think we're cool, right? right. So, do you remember what was on the blog? They were very cleverly captioned this week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about this is bus in Pittsburgh because we, there was an article that came out in the Post-Gazette about Port Authority and how they're sprucing up your ride with, like, lights inside and yeah. more USB ports and things like that. It's like so. Pimp My Pat. Pimp. Oh, my God. That was good. <laughs> that was good. And then the Super Tuesday satire that, listen, I am not happy. It didn't go well. Yeah. It didn't go well. No one really read it, or no. if they read it, they didn't love it. And it, to me, it was hysterical because the microphone, the production for Super Tuesday was so bad that you heard. Bruh, bruh, bruh. So anyway, right. and the squirrely thing. There was a woman who it wasn't in Pittsburgh, but it was a good catch on your part. There was a woman who ended up on meth, but oh she God. had a squirrel in her purse. Because I mean, her we son. have to say, she was on meth, but there was a squirrel in which she was feeding with a baby Doppler. Yeah, yeah. So you don't so, find that in Pittsburgh. Right. Anyway, next up is going to be, as you'll hear today, the St. Patrick's Day Parade that we will be there bright and early next Saturday. And a cabaret kind of night is the following week on a Friday night. We're going to go backstage of the cabaret with the uh, Cultural Trust folks. And how crazy is that? Dan Gilman's going to be on there. Like the, I'm so excited for I that. I know, right? It's yeah. been forever. And I remember tweeting him once about a Jagoff downtown, and he fixed it. He tweeted me back and said, we fixed this. I never Some guys that. were blocking off the street. And I'm like, who does this? He's a fixer. And he's like, they didn't have a permit. Boom. He's a yeah, fixer. So. He's not Dan Gilman. He's Dan Fixman. Right, right. But this you like that? <laughs> I yeah. like that. But we are today in Homestead at the Ace Axe Drawing uh, place, space, and escape room, by the way. Yeah, there's, there's so much going yeah. on here. We thought we would just come in and see some wood thrown up and some bullseyes. It's not like that at all. No. They have bands and stuff upstairs. We're going to hear from the guys. But basically, it's all these different facilities in one. Right. You can come hang out like for an entire weekend. You can't sleep here. <laughs> right. They don't have room and board. 
But there's lots to do. Look for the big bank when you come down to, at uh, East 8th and Amity. It's bank. really, yeah. really easy. All right. So Don't we're pass gonna... it like we did. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Because the A GPS said, you are here. And anyway, so, all right. So why don't we talk to our host today, right? You guys are hosting us today, and we brought people axe throwing. And so far, for, uh, before we get into telling everybody what you guys do here, how has the axe throwing been? Give us a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, 10 meaning Rachel. Everybody else below that because Rachel has <laughs> yeah. to win. Rachel has to win. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much Rachel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody's Rachel. a Rachel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sort of like the turkey sandwich, but not. There's now two listen, days. Colby, you have got to see her in an escape room situation. She will literally cry. We need to do the escape room. Oh, you, you, uh, yeah, that I can't you, do. See, no. she was, see? <laughs> Colby see, was right. just about to he's say, right. well, shut, "Oh, she's right." He's Shane, right. I will learn this and I will enjoy this because it's a frustration getter out of right. Sure, yeah, but yeah, I'm not it's, coming it's to your cathartic. escape room sure. <laughs> ever. See? Ever. Have see? you ever tried one before? No, and I won't. No, oh, and I'm sure you're a good marketer, but I can't. I cannot. My kids will do it, but I won't. See, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Thank no, we, you. We, we, <laughs> listen, do not give up that easily. Be a friend. Do not get up, give up that. So easy. talk to us about this facility, guys. We walked in thinking it's going to be some, you know, axe throwing, and it's like three facilities in one. Who wants to go first, Shane? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so the building is an old bank, so we call it the Bank on Eighth. Everybody, we get calls all the time, like, "Oh, I can't really find you guys." Oh, we're, good. We so we're not we completely don't have axes stupid. on the outside. <laughs> okay. of the building. Right, right, right. We have some banners and stuff, but. <laughs> Um, it's over a hundred years old, the building. Uh, we kind of came in, started with the escape room and we've been sort of renovating it and building it up ever since. Um, we have eight axe throwing lanes downstairs. We have 10 more upstairs as well. So plenty of space for axe throwing. Um, whenever you come through the door, we have our Pittsburgh VR, which is one of our activities. So there's four VR headsets in there. They're all Oculus Rift, a bunch of different games. We do birthday parties, Fortnite tournaments. Um, oh, a lot cool. of people will bring, we do have an age limit for axe throwing, so a lot of people will bring their kids and kind of set them in VR for an hour while the parents throw. It's really, so really clever. Nice. It's like a high so stakes, clever. like eagle's nest. Yeah, right. right. Like, <laughs> um, so, I knew, then, I knew. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we have our axe throwing in here. We have a bunch of arcade machines, all different kinds of stuff. Yeah. So This is crazy. Now, and my, one of my biggest questions was all of the sudden you heard about axe throwing, right? And sort of similar to the escape room stuff. Mm-hmm. What happened that, all, that Pittsburgh was like, wait a second, we need to throw axes at wood. Like what? And and it's not a trend, right? Because it's sticking around. Right. Yeah. Uh, Canada happened. Okay. That's a big one. Okay. okay. Much where it started. Okay. Um, so it basically originated there. Um, I worked in Orlando for a little while. It made its way down there. I think kind of before it came up here because they okay. had so much travel. But um, the second people heard about it, it's just been. It's just and been what going. are the reasons that people come? Just to ha- a reason to get together for parties, for frustration? Yeah, sure. Uh, a lot of people say that. Uh, we we settle a lot of uh, domestic disputes this <laughs> oh way. God, Some arguments that may start at home <laughs> so end funny. up, you know, they kind of take it out on the board. As long as the axe ends up in the wood. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. We have a waiver <laughs> to cover yeah. such a thing. <laughs> right. um, but no, everybody, you know, we pair everybody up with a coach. So it is super safe. Um, it is very cathartic. A lot of people come out for birthday parties. And it's not all the people you might think. I mean, we've done 30th birthday parties and 60th birthday parties. We have yeah. literally 
oh, a very yeah, wide range of people coming out for a crazy. lot of different reasons. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So, and uh, Colby, tell, talk about this escape room stuff again. It has not died down. You just people are just doing it. We don't hear about it all that often anymore. I mean, it. And you guys, how often do you change your escape rooms here? So our escape rooms actually have not changed since we put them up. Okay. Uh, we started about six years ago in Greenfield. We have two rooms over there, and. Okay. Uh, since then, once we bought this building and it blew up, we've built uh, we built three more downstairs, and there may I can either confirm nor deny plans to build a new one, but uh, just a little insider peek for all your I listeners like it. out there. I like it. Put that on the <laughs> Patreon side. <laughs> right. But they were a trend that blew up very, very quickly. It was very surprising. Uh, when the owner, Joe Deasy, built the first couple over in Greenfield, that was about, like I mentioned, six years ago. We were the first one in Pittsburgh, one of the first ten in the nation. Uh, and here we are just a few years later. I believe there's over 20 yeah. in just the Pittsburgh area yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, and people are using it, I believe, as a fundraiser as well, right? There's ways yeah, that you can absolutely. kind of incorporate not just a fun night out, but incorporate a fundraiser, right? Yeah. Um, we've worked with a few organizations so far about uh, just building a big night of escape rooms for everybody. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love and, that. And we're happy to work with anybody who wants to come in through our doors. Uh, we believe a lot in giving back to the community as uh, yeah. as just a fun night out and something to do. What goes through your mind or how does an escape room start? Do you start drinking and they go, we have this crazy plan? Or no, do you really sit down sober and say, wow, here's, here's what we're going to do this time. Like we want to mess... Screw with people. We want to screw with people. As far as the back end uh, and building the puzzles, I b- highly believe uh, right drunk, edit sober. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> like. get, a, get a few drinks in you before you start building up puzzles or trying to solve puzzles, and then maybe look back at it later and uh, okay. figure out where things are maybe going wrong. Okay. But what is, I mean, what is the appeal, especially here? Because you have all this stuff going on, right, that's just over the hill, but you guys are constantly busy. What are people saying when they're coming in? They the the building blows people away. I yeah. mean, when they see it from the outside, they think, okay, so it's going to look like a bank. They come in, and the job that the owners have done yeah. with making it look the way that it does is just bar none. I mean, right. it's it's fantastic. So we get a lot of compliments on that. Um, the bar, we are one of the only axe throwing places to have a functioning bar. So a lot of people will, you know, kind of come down sure. for that. But they can um, bring their own stuff as well? Or? They cannot, no. But I saw them bring their own food, though, huh? They can, yes. Yeah. So they can bring their own food. Um, but the way that our liquor license works, they can't bring gotcha. any any drinks okay. or anything okay. like okay. that. What about um, leagues? Yeah, so we do some leagues. We work with uh, PSL, and we're working with some other, like, Pittsburgh sports organizations. Um, we do individual leagues where we host one. It's called our kind of friends and family league. Um, super casual, very non-committal. Whoever's here, they pay their fee for the week. We pull names out of a hat, make teams, and then they just throw. Um, wow. We're actually in the process of starting a mobile league as well out at Spoonwood Brewery. So we have a mobile target that we'll yeah. take out to grad parties and festivals and stuff like that. They have an MT. Hit them with it. Hit them with have it. an MT mobile target. <laughs> Hit them with we like what initials. we do in the summer. What's that? Let's have a private conversation. Like, they don't know. Oh, what yeah, do we do right. in the summer and Listen, see what he thinks? In the summer, Put we, on the have, spot. we have the porch tour where people enter. They send us pictures of their porches. Okay. And we decide where we want to go take our podcast with a band and games and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Are you, would you guys be in to take Bring your the trailer to the yeah. four different porches? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. As long as there's parking. Sweet, Rachel. As long as there's parking. It has to be relatively yeah, flat and as long point. as there's parking. Kudos to you guys because you're staying communal. I love the fact that it's mm-hmm. community-based. But we want to shout out because we tried to work with you 
back in August, and you were willing to come help us out and bring your mobile act stuff, and we hadn't been able to connect back up, but you guys are willing to kind of reach out. You want to be within other people, right? You don't want to yeah. just stay here. You yeah. want to be within other communities as well, especially the way you're growing, because mm-hmm. that new place is going where? <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll have to wait and see on that one. All Patreon, I tried. All Patreon subscribers, go listen. Now. There you go, there you go. Now, in, in the escape room, can you do anything portable from an escape room to sort of market it? Have you ever done, like, try to build, or is like, that a on trailer? the horizon? Yeah. So, much as I cannot like look confirm or deny whether there's a I new like room it. coming, I can, uh, I can say we're working on a few mobile prototypes so that we can start uh, bringing the escape room fun outside of these walls. Because, you know, from a maze cool. standpoint, they do that for firefighter training in the trailer, so it's got to be similar. You know, the, hey, look, all the woods here. Just take all the wood from uh, from Shane's place and just start building. It. Wow, he just <laughs> set it up for you. Yeah, there you right? go. Hey, I'm from the rocks. I know how to take stuff out of here. Makeshift. Yeah, right, right, right. Right. Listen, guys, this is awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys having here. So tell everybody if they want to come here, where do they find you online? Yeah. Yep. So you can find us uh, aceaxthrowing.com. Um, we have a lot of stuff on Facebook. Uh, we are working on a Bank on 8th website as well that kind of houses all of our facilities. That's cool. Um, you know, kind of to circle back real quick, one of the things, like yeah. how we kind of reach out, we have started getting into events. So we do a ton of events. Um, the big one coming up is next weekend after the parade. Yes. Um, we're having a big uh, St. Patrick's Day party. Yeah, I saw that. So we're going to have um, the Wild Geese, uh, Bellatine. I saw that. I love Bell the Irish Dance School is coming out. Um, so we're going to have... You know, a big, the a big hoorah. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also crazy. Do, I like this. Yeah, we do some bands. Um, it's going to be transitioning kind of with the community locally. Um, Homestead First Fridays start back up in May. So we're going to be moving our bands to the first Friday of the month. We have three bands come out. They play pretty much all night long. We have some art vendors and stuff like that. Um, mobile events. We have so much stuff. I feel like I'm forgetting stuff. I feel like you're forgetting the biggest one. Uh-oh. The fourth Uh-oh. annual Pittsburgh scavenger hunt. There you what? go. What? What is that? Thank God Colby's here. Yeah. Shane was really failing on that one. Every year we bury $500 cash somewhere within the city of Pittsburgh, and we drop clues and hints all throughout the city uh, for teams to find and hopefully reach the end and dig up that buried treasure. The 500 is all together. It's not like 20 scattered everywhere. Nope. There, when uh, when the hunt comes up, there will be a single box with $500 cash buried somewhere within the city limits. So oh. make sure you bring your own shovel. When is this? This is going to be the end of June. Lie. End of June. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for the That was very John and Rachel right there. That's where John doesn't know what he's and saying, Rachel's but like Rachel the- saves him. Yeah. <laughs> so excited for the pitch. I forgot the date. That's going to be yeah, coming up at the end of July. We'll be hopefully dropping teasers within the next uh, few months. So that is so cool. If what? you want to stay on the horizon for those, uh, be sure to check out our social media at uh, Escape Room PGH. Or check okay. us out at our website, escaperoompgh.com. I love it. You that is so cool. We'll be cool. kind of tag teaming that as well, Ace Axe yeah. Throwing. So it'll okay. be on all of our stuff as yeah. well. Same thing, at Ace Axe Throwing, aceaxthrowing.com. Cool. I love it. Cool. It's your birthday party. I love it. Colby, just tell me one thing. What's like your favorite little mystery or twist to put in an escape room? Do you like visual things? Do you like things that twist? What? My favorite twist to put into escape room is including including things that aren't supposed to be there. So okay. For example, uh, if there is a very blank wall, you might add a moose head on the wall and think. Well, that doesn't fit this Indiana Jones theme. Why is there a moose head on the wall? Okay. That's probably my favorite thing. Putting things that people don't I expect like. and trying to figure like. out how it manages to fit into everything. 
I love it. I love it. All right, question of the day okay, now, Rachel. question of the day, guys. Have so, at it. Listen, guys, this today, becomes difficult. Uh-oh. It's tough. The pressure. It's really tough. So today is National Flapjack Day. I don't even know why they're called flapjacks anymore. But So basically, all of the jacks in the world get to call. Today is like flapjack day. Holla, flapjacks. Right. So what would your day be? Thinking, like I said, John would pick pizza. So it would be no like question. Pizza John Day, right? Mm-hmm. What would your thing be? It doesn't have to be food, but what would the day be that you'd be like, this is so, like, axe chain, right? Yeah, you said pizza, and now you're, you're going to have to come back to me. Yeah, I gotta get okay, you're on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Colby, not Armstrong? Oh, I mean, honestly, as soon as you said food, I had to think of sushi. I had sushi for the first oh, okay. time this past weekend, what? and my mind has Ever? been blown. My palate is open. I'm picking sushi day. Sushi gotta, day. Gotta I was like that. that I never liked sushi in my 20s or 30s. We had sushi, like, right around my early 40s. My I am in my order. <laughs> but, and I fell in love with it, and I want to eat it's it all so the good. time. Spicy no tuna. Why did I, why did I uh, neglect myself for so long? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Spicy okay. tuna. All right, Shane, back Sushi to you. It's still pizza. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's still pizza. I know, listen, I know a lot of people were like, oh, I love pizza. I could eat pizza all the time. Yeah. I have. I literally could. I'm not proud of this, but I have eaten pizza for six meals straight. Like recent, like within the last couple months. Wow. Sure, it's so easy to do. It's wow. Definitely, definitely yeah, when you're working pizza. and you just need a quick whatever and it's delicious, yeah. what are you going to do? We have to do a podcast hot, about hot, that. Cold. When's the last time you indulged? I had six Big Macs in one day. Ooh, Ooh there so. you go. All right, cool. All right, we got some music <laughs> Music coming up. Now. The guests that are throwing axes are going to come on and talk to us, especially about the St. Patrick. I was born in a hurricane. Axe throwing with the Grand Marshal. Right. And uh, and Tim is here. He actually threw. And Tim, so what what did you think of the have you gone axe throwing before? Never. Never. It was it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was enjoyable and uh I got some great instruction. Yeah, these, that's a good point. The instructions are great here. Did you feel like you got your aggression out? Uh, no, I think I need a lot more. <laughs> you to get need aggression. more than that. Tim, but when you said you had a lot of good instruction, I saw you having a beer, right? Was that the instruction that you had? I, I, I had a Guinness, yeah. Okay. I have that's to have a Guinness. You know, there you go. With well, the tube steak. Well, right, right. No, we were just talking before we actually went on and you said last night was the button ceremony? the button party and the button party is a fundraiser for the parade where i have a button on right here yes. yep and you buy a button for thirty dollars they all have numbers on them it says okay. parade sponsor and there's different uh detailing every year on the button okay and the thirty dollars and you go to mcfadden's and from like five thirty to seven thirty you can drink and eat uh and after the parade no, or any This is last night. Oh, oh okay, last just night. last night. Yeah, okay, gotcha. okay. It's a fundraiser for the parade. Yeah, okay. It's uh, very expensive to yeah. operate the parade. You know? well, okay, so I never knew that. That's how that works. Yeah. Of course, we are talking about the St. Patrick's uh, St. Patrick's Day parade here in Pittsburgh, March which 14. is number four, right in yeah. the country. You said number four. Yeah. And as far as uh, as so, Tim, how are you're you're the Grand Marshal this year, so. First of all, tell us a little bit about the parade history and your history with it. And then how does someone become a Grand Marshal? Because we might want to do that next year. Okay. Well, I think you're going to need more than one year. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but we're going to tell them we know you. So. Uh, yes. <laughs> take about 30. Okay. And, uh, and I've been on a committee for about 30 years. Uh, and it was, in the early days, disintegrating as a parade because there wasn't the 
volunteer involvement there there is now right. and now we have uh, a large group of people who volunteer all their time and you know you have the people on the floats you have the people on the Irish organizations you have myself and a number of other people on fundraising I mean there's just uh, you know Kiera Crossy yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's with media relations mm -hmm. and we have all these groups uh, of people who get together starting in September of every year and then leading up to the parade have a meeting starts every month and then it goes to weekly right before the parade wow. and our last meetings this uh, Wednesday at the soldiers and sailors in Greenfield at 6:30. okay but uh, we've had a fundraiser also at Mulaney's harp and fiddle and then we get donations and we look for sponsors for the bands because the bands are expensive to come to the parade. I mean, people think, they always look at us and go, what do you mean you pay for the bands? I said, these school districts and these groups can't yeah. send their bands for nothing. Yeah. You know, it takes their transportation, their uniforms, mm -hmm. all their time and everything. You know, yeah. we have them from $600 to $1,000. Yeah. Wow. Well, Tim, and there's 22 bands in this year. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Okay. That's wow. great. What a turnout. Well, were you, were you there for the year when it snowed like crazy? 93, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. I had my children down, but we didn't march. We actually drove my four-wheel drive Suburban. Wow. <laughs> that was one of the best years, too. Yeah, right. Now, just to, to go back to something you said. There was a time when it was starting to kind of disassemble, not be as it was, up it to was, par as it is now. What happened that, that got it to where we are now? Well, I, I think a number of people, uh, Marty Madigan, Jackie Goodrich, and a number of other people all got together and said, we got to save this parade. Right. And uh, they basically took over the running of the parade and got the permit. And through their efforts uh, and continuing efforts, uh, we've grown every year. That's amazing. That's amazing. It definitely yeah. has. Yeah, to the point where we actually exclude some groups now because it got too long. We got yeah. complaints that it was too long. Yeah. Well, and I was asking you again before we came on that we just saw in the news this week that Pittsburgh is now number four. And you, I said, what gets us to number one? What was your answer? Population. Yeah, we need to get more people there. Yeah. Great. I think we should accept the challenge. I know, right? <laughs> get people there. <laughs> well, this we seem to be... Uh, turning the page on getting people to come to Pittsburgh. Oh, for sure. And it all yeah. depends yeah, right. on the weather. But I will tell you this, Tim. <clears throat> um, in previous years, so on the parade day, we stand around uh, the Greyhound bus station by the beginning. Right down by and the we, train station. Right, and we record our podcast there. As people come in, dignitaries, we, right. we talk to them. And one year, there were two ladies going by, and they were all dressed in green. We're like, come talk to us. And it was 8 o'clock in the morning. And they said, we said, what, you know, what are you doing? They said, we're from Virginia. What are you Virginia, talking about? Yeah. She yeah. said, well, we're from Virginia. We heard this was a great parade, and we're having a ladies' weekend out, and we came up to see the parade. Well, so that's the reputation that of the parade. How does that appeal, though, to Virginia? Well, I think one of the things I put forth in my bio is when you look at Pittsburgh and you look at Ireland, I think they're a lot similar. Okay. Because in Ireland, you had the famine, and everybody had to get out of the country, basically, or... And where they went, they kept their Irish roots. And Pittsburgh people are the same. Wherever they go, when we had the steel mills shut down in the 70s and we lost all the jobs. Well, that's a great point. You know, it is a great point. Yeah, yeah all, I never thought of it All of way. those people went. Now you have steeler clubs all over the country, everywhere. 
you know, we, we travel everywhere well, and it's the same with the Irish. Right. I mean, well, and I remember, I don't know if you remember Chuck Brophy, who has recently deceased, but he was a big supporter, and he used to go back to Ireland all the time and say Pittsburgh is similar with the food as well. Pittsburgh, Ireland is never known for its food, right? It's no, just, no. it's bland, it is what it is, you kind of eat it, it's not like the others where you have this spice of something. Same with Pittsburgh, and now all of a sudden we're known for this you know, foodie town that we've sort of become. So you're right, it yeah. is kind of synonymous. Well, you know, you have a, a number of great Irish dishes, you know, the ham and right. cabbage, right. Uh, the corned beef and cabbage. Shepherd's pie. Uh, shepherd's pie, mm. which is mm. delicious. I don't like any of that. I'm I just got, I just gained uh, five pounds by saying uh, shepherd's pie. Listening to it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Irish potatoes I'll give you. That's about it. Well, <laughs> you, you can't have a meal if you're Irish without a potato. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> My grandmother used to make Irish potato candy, which is amazing, and, actually. And I always hated that. Is that Cause how I, funny? Because my dad would buy it every year. And <laughs> we'll go, you know, yeah. we, we just have looked at them and go. Uh, I just I, ordered not, two dozen from Mary Mac. Is that right? Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Uh, yeah. So how does someone become the Grand Marshal? Tim, you've been involved for 30 years, and uh, you've seen other Grand Marshals. And uh, then, and what kind of duties do you get to do? Do you get to drink for free no, to, you, leading up to the parade? No, as a matter of fact, it costs you money. It costs you money and time. Okay. That's uh, a smart move. What do you do? Is a grand marshal to be a grand marshal. You get a there's the St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee, but above the St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee is the Irish Society for Education and Charity, more or less the board of directors for running the parade. Okay, you know, and I've been on the board of directors for a number of years, and I was on the committee for a great number of years before that, and I've been involved in the AOH for a long time. Uh, so that's what you have to do. You have to be involved. Put your you time in, right? Put your time in. Carry your Irish roots with you everywhere yeah. you go. And I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Gene Cooney used to be the sheriff. Of oh, yes. Oh, County. yeah. He used to actually give out a card. It was a green card. It says you're now a member of the Green Army. Oh, you know, I do remember I that. Didn't know yeah, that. I do. And, and you'll carry this card with you and wear green until Ireland is free from sea to sea. I wow! How about that? Yeah. That's amazing. Look at wow. what you learn. Yeah, right. When you axe throw with the grand marshal. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anything new to expect this year? Something that you want to put out there? Uh, just we're going to have the 22 bands this year, yeah. and that's good. And yeah. then we have a number of floats, and we have a number of our obviously all the Irish groups that march in the North right. Side Irish, right. which you're aware of. Uh, We'll you know I threw the Big Cat card. I know, right? He knows yeah. Big Cat. He knows yeah. I was with Big Cat at last the button night. party last night. <laughs> you know. and, and the heritage. Let's talk, you know, everybody has a good time at the parade, but, you know, some people get a little overboard. But the fact is the parade is to celebrate the heritage and keeps the, even the dancing, you know, exciting to the younger kids so the legacy continues, right? Well, that, that's exactly correct. And we tried to change it from being uh, just a fr frivolous time yes. to being one where you celebrate your Irish heritage mm -hmm. and one that you'll be welcome to bring your children to and they won't get offended uh, by some of the displays of uh, too much drinking. Right-o. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> And, and But that generally happens with the kids today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But talk about also the tradition. You still kick it off with a mass? Yes, it's St. Okay. Patrick's, 8 o'clock in the morning. I love you know, that. You know. I would yeah. love to do that this year. Yeah, do you well, yeah do we it? should do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, at 8 o'clock, we're already down there recording. Oh. Right. But I'll go to church, you record. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to bring the Catholicism into it. <laughs> well, this Tim, is awesome. Yeah, just tell me a little bit of your personal Irish 
uh, heritage. You know, what, what some of your traditions are that you keep in your family? Well, we always have between parade day and the Sunday following, we usually have a family reunion. Oh, wow. Which celebrates St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Uh, and it gives a chance for, I have a rather large family. I have five brothers and sisters. Okay. And, uh, a number of nephews and nieces, and people come in from out of town, and I have so many first cousins, it seems to be uh, right. amazing to me. Army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, have our, we have our own green army. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what you guys do. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's amazing. I'm jealous wow. a little bit. I love it, yeah. Favorite Irish food? Favorite Irish food would be uh, shepherd's pie, and I, I love ham and cabbage or corned beef and cabbage. Okay. All right. I wish Good. I liked it. And it has to have potatoes in it. I know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Safe answer. All right. So we have to ask you our question of the day, and then you can actually finish some axe throwing. Um, today is National Flapjack Day. What would, you, what would your day be? Probably ham and cabbage. Ham and cabbage. I love it. I love it. So we could all refer to you. I like it. Ham and cabbage finnery. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. H. G, no, yeah, K- H, C, H, and C, Finnerty, right, yeah. right, right. I won't do it. Don't All right, do it, don't do Tim, it. everybody needs to come down to the parade. It starts at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. The parade route goes down through town. It starts off at the Greyhound bus station yep. and then the train station, mm-hmm. and it goes straight down Grant Street to the Boulevard of the Allies, makes a right. It ends up down by St. Mary's Church where yep. the reviewing stand is. And the mass is at 8 o'clock. Eight and o'clock uh, anything else the night before or after that? Do, uh, we want to make sure Generally, we... uh, Friday we'll have the crowning on the Smiling Irish right. Eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll, that's a luncheon that we have every year. Okay. And uh, yeah. then uh, we'll have proclamations on Tuesday from county council and from city council. And, you know, then... Party continues. After... Uh, the 14th my my reign will be over there you go right, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll kiss your and then you lose your secret service that are here with you today right, right. Yeah. right here right. Right. all right well thank tim so finnerty thank you thanks so much for coming, for coming on. on the party thanks again to kara and give a nice irish uh Shout salutation out. to everybody slancha slancha there you go <laughs> <laughs> gonna go way down <laughs> Listen, last time surprises were yeah, good I don't because like it was surprises. Brussels sprouts. I don't see Brussels sprouts anywhere right. in the well, mix here. He might here. be the best, best Brussels sprout chef in the world. Anyway, so we have right now, if we're finishing up on the axe throwing and Bobby Thompson and the Groove. That's a weird name, the Groove, sir. But That's we'll get to name, that. the Groove? <laughs> I'm the Groove, yes. <laughs> Today, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, I love, I have to say, you guys are one of my favorites, and I obviously had heard you before, um, before this, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you were performing at, close to my house at 565, and I said, I really want to come hear you. Your harmonies are fantastic. Oh, thank you, thank you. Seriously, I love listening to you. What do you describe your music as? Uh, We say it's... What funk and soul infused rock and blues? Okay, yeah. did you make that up? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't Which, you, right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. With a slogan for when we went to Memphis because we had to put a whole yes. bio together for them. So. Yeah. Okay, so ta- start there. Talk about Memphis. Uh, Memphis was an insane event. Uh, we won the Western Pennsylvania Blues Challenge and damn from that, straight. What's that? Microphone drop. Yeah. Microphone yeah. drop. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> from there, we got to. Uh, 
go to Memphis and compete in the International Blues Challenge. And that consisted of like 240 bands from all across the world. We were talking to people from Croatia and like all these different countries. And it was just a really neat experience. We got to play at the world famous Rumbogi. Uh, wow. The networking opportunities. Did you eat a burger on Beale Street? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Beale Pittsburgh's Street. own Barbara Blue, who is the queen of uh, Beale Street, she actually has been playing our uh, music on her radio show every Thursday down there. What? Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, That's so great. We were able to make connections, and it was just. Isn't that what it's about, right? It what is. It's all about, yeah, absolutely. It yeah, well, so we didn't even get your first name, Mr. Groove. I'm Rich Mannion. That's funny. Lance Mannion used to be my my soap opera name. Me and my buddy, we worked together. He was Dirk Dirk Winston and I was Lance Mannion. Do you see? This is what I deal with. (laughs) Now do you understand? I I understand. Thank you. Thank you. This is why I drink Guinness in the middle of the day. Listen, he has been in music for quite a while. We won't say how how long, but he has a picture to show you. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Check this (laughs) out. Uh He's the old man of the group. He was in the music in the 80s, and here it comes. Get ready. Here we go. Who is that? That's him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Describe what you're seeing. Okay, so it's a hair band. Colin, you need to get a pic of this. Put it next to him. This is like, um, what was the movie Marky Mark was in? Do you remember? um, uh, Rockstar. 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 This is what it reminds me of. Except you didn't get Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) I love it. That is such a good Yeah, that's so funny. But that's, that's so... You guys are seasoned professionals, and we brought you axe throwing. So talk about the axe throwing. Bobby, the picking and the grinning is a whole lot easier than the axe throwing. For me, it's a lot easier, but apparently we've got a pro over here with Listen, Rich. This, yeah, he this really guy, was good immediately. He said he's never been here before. He uh, walked up and threw it right we, in the middle. When we, before we got here, we were talking about how clumsy we both are. We're like, oh. Uh, You're like, hope they don't ask us, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> axes in us, but then uh, <laughs> obviously he's going to be the next world famous <laughs> axe thrower. You literally walked up and just threw it. What's your technique? I don't know. I, uh, I just kind of took to it. Once I got the yeah. feel for it, it just it, it became very easy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're allowed to hate him, aren't we, Bobby? No, yes, yeah. also us, from us lesser. Actually, <laughs> my wife, when I texted her where we were doing this, uh, she yes. said, "Whatever yeah. you do, don't hurt yourself." Right. She knows me. Sure. <laughs> I just don't do sharp implements in any way, shape, or right. form. Right. So. Completely understand. Now, are you from the same area as Bobby? Yes. Yeah, Beaver okay. County. Yeah, we're all from Beaver So how County. about Beaver County is really producing, I mean, not just Hermie Granati anymore. There's some really good talent coming the out most, of there, right? Some of the most incredible musicians that I've ever heard have yeah. come through from Beaver County. And uh, it's just the music, the music uh, influence from around that area is just insane and having all the experiences of being around these musicians and like everybody helps each other around Beaver County. It's a really cool thing to see. Yeah. yeah. So in, uh, in, in Beaver County, there's a lot of places. What's sort of your favorite places to play in Beaver County? Uh, we play like down on the water in Bridgewater. Oh uh, yeah. I love that area. Yeah, me too. Uh, we play Kendrews. There's a lot of, a lot of new places that we're exploring as well, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot. It's expanding around. And what about in Pittsburgh? Because we were talking about this before we actually handed each other the microphones. And we said, you know, Pittsburgh sort of went through this. Um, it was the plate. There was the Stanley Theater and places of that nature that people were performing. Right. And then all of a sudden it was nothing. Yeah. Right. And now it seems like it's coming back with these small pocket neighborhood kind of places. Talk a little bit about that and what you're seeing in the music uh, scene. 
Definitely one of our favorites is Moondogs and Blonox. Okay. Like, it's been a staple for many years. and like A sort of a milestone in one's music, uh, local yeah, music career, right? To get being, the Moondogs? Like, you drive through a neighborhood to get to it, but being able to play on that stage, like, knowing who played there before you mm-hmm. is just an incredible experience. And uh, there's a, you're right. It, it's kind of transformed from, like, theaters to more of, like, neighborhood places yeah. and being able to find and isn't that great because yeah. that's I mean you were just in Memphis and you know what Nashville's like oh, yeah. Yeah. everywhere you go there's a different band playing and you could go from bar to bar and location to location exactly. and hear something different yeah, and that's right? what's happening here you know even with uh, mid-sized places like uh, the Thunderbird you know down in yeah. uh, at, you know down there in Lawrenceville Lawrenceville you yeah. know you've got the big room it's awesome but you also have the small stage in the bar which is you know also really great we've got to play there which was awesome so yeah, you know, it's it's the the whole scene's changing, you know, right. and it's it's always it's all for the good, obviously, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. No, what do you guys do as far as uh, I mean, obviously, being an artist at this level, you know, you're trying to juggle a job and trying to do this, you know, trying to maintain. We were just talking lights. about this on the yeah. way up here. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard. Well, it is hard, right? And that's the grind, yes. right? But uh, what do you guys do as far as getting together even to write? Or do you, do you sit down and say, okay, 8 o'clock every morning we're going to get together and write? Maybe nothing happens for you guys at 8 uh, o'clock I in mean, the morning. But, but, you know, or do you say, no, we're just going to we're going to work separately, and when we get together we're going to say, what have you out. worked on? It usually starts as, like, an, somebody has an idea or a couple ideas, and then me, Rich, and Rob, our bass player, Rob Sinchek, okay. uh, we'll get together. Good old Rob. Everybody needs a Rob. Oh, Everybody absolutely. Needs a Rob. Rob, especially a Sinchek Rob. He lays it down. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Us three will get together and we'll just bounce ideas off of each okay. other and uh, like it's it's beautiful having those two to like bounce off of because mm. I play a certain style in a certain way and he had Rich has different influences than me and Rob has different influences than both of us. So exactly. having He's all, calling you older. That's that's okay. I I know yeah, I am. Right? You know it's uh, I've been at it like I like I told him uh, you know I've been at it th- thirty nine years now. And, wow. uh, yeah. yeah, I've played every style of music there is, you know, except sure. for rap, I think. And, yeah. um, by choice, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, I try to just, um, write what I know, you know, which is all kinds of different things, but, uh, sure. but I try to write what fits for this band, you know, and Bobby and I have found a really great writing team. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like when we needed originals, because we were, you know, about to do the blues challenge last year, and they were like, well, hey, you know, originals are better than playing a cover, you know. And yes. we, honestly, we had a couple of ideas, but we really didn't have anything. So Bobby and I got together in my studio, and in one day, we had pretty much all four songs kind of solidified. Wow. And Presented it to the to band go. and you know and, and so what won, was it so. like? You said it was it was awesome of an experience yeah. being there, but what was it like coming back? And and what does it look like for this year? Does, do you Come, enter each year? Coming back was definitely like a blessing because we because we did this, we started to have like more of a following and more people that like started to hear about us and wanted to be a part of it. And like we're really appreciative to our fans because without our fans, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And like. Like, they've helped us so much along the way, getting to Memphis. They help fundraise. They help do all that stuff with us. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just, it's kind of a community and a family in a yeah. sense that, like, everybody works together to help 
everybody. And it's really That's good. awesome. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, it's competitive in some way. Now, 30 years in the business, you've seen it go from just gut-wrenching to horrible bus trips to everybody trying to be on YouTube at this point. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. the whole scene has changed dramatically. Mm. We were just talking about that on the way here. You know, it's... It's somewhat for the better, but then it's also somewhat not for the better, you know. Um, CDs and records aren't a thing. CDs and, yeah, CDs and records are not important. You know, it's all about the tour. It's all about getting out and doing the show, you know, because that's the only place where bands are making money now. That's not local, okay. but that's big bands, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, uh, how many bands do you know that are out touring the big venues right now, the big, uh, you know, arenas and stuff that have recorded an album in the last 10 years? Yeah. True, yeah. None. Yeah. Well, Zach Brown. Well, Zach Brown. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, <laughs> Zach Brown. Yeah. No, that's a tr- but it's that's true. true. You know, I yeah. mean, most of it is touring now. You know, and that's what we're discussing. Is you know, it's it's time to just jump into the van and head out. Starving. Yeah. Do it. You know. Yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> so it's sort of a throwback because that's yeah. sort of how it was. That's the way it was in the sixties. Decades and the 70s. ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. history repeats itself. I we keep saying vinyl's going to come. Twenty thirty, it's going to be all vinyl again. Right. Well, I mean, my. Son's 25, 27, and he he loves a vinyl record. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, point, I just right? broke the needle off of my record player. Is that so right? Oh yeah. Well, and my 11 year old daughter got a Taylor Swift album and a, a record player and had no idea. And they, the kids were like, Mom, you need to come show her because show they her, have yeah. no clue. You know, it's a completely different yeah. era. Yeah. No. I mean, I still oh. have my, okay. my cassette tape collection. I mean, oh, same. It's, yeah. it's a big, big thing with tapes in it. Because you know, they'll come back. Oh, it'll come back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's if they play. You have to, you'll need your pencils yeah. to yeah, roll them up in. All right. If you had to play, if you, had, if you could open for anybody in the world, Bobby, who would you open for? Me, it would have to be like Kenny Wayne Shepard or uh, Gary Clark Jr. It's one of the, one of the blues uh, That's a surprise, Bobby. Yeah. Look at that. I thought that. you would say John Mayer. Uh, I mean, yeah, John Mayer would be cool, too. I'm, I'm a big John Mayer fan. <laughs> I yeah. like John Mayer, too. How about you? Who would you oh, He's like, I already did. Yeah, he's like, I already opened for the You Jag Off podcast. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it, it would be hard for me to say. I mean, who he said, obviously. I mean, Bobby is right on those. Me, my personal music likes are completely different. So mm-hmm. I'm more into the prog rock, you know. Okay. Type thing, okay. You know. Yes. Yes. Genesis, Kansas, you know. Gotcha. Okay. So if I had a chance to open up for somebody like that, that would be awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't care who it is as long as we're playing. That's, uh, that's all that yeah. matters. That's a musician, yeah. right? Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, so you said there is a, there is every year the chance for this blues festival to win again. Correct? Yeah, okay. yeah. So um, should we be pushing for you again? Well, we're not we're not playing the blues challenge this year. We're oh. actually playing in the after party. Oh, um, yeah, okay. So you're like on, we're not contestants anymore. We're performers. Performers contestants. Yeah, on March 28th, we're playing the after party at the Double Tree in uh, Moon for the. Western awesome. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. And we're also oh, at cool. Moondogs on uh, the 21st uh, okay. with Curtis and the Shakers. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love it. Right. Yeah. Moon Where do they find so you guys? You can check us out on Facebook at Bobby Thompson in the Groove or www.bobbytinthegroove.com. You can also check us out anywhere you can buy or stream music online. We're doing it. Very Question cool. of the day. You ready? You do it. All right. Today is the National Flapjack Day. I didn't even know that was still considered a thing. <laughs> I love that you so found this out. All of the jacks in the world are like, hello. It's my day, right? <laughs> so if you could have something 
food, activity, whatever, what would it be with your name? Like, I feel like it's Axe Rich. Ooh. Like, right? He's like yeah, this major Axe Rich. Yeah, he's Axe Rich. Absolutely. Rich Axe. Not meaning the saxophone either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I guess. I don't know. I like chicken a lot. So. Right, you're <laughs> chicken like, Bobby. No, yeah. Listen, that's not, exactly a good, that's not be. a good moniker. I know exactly what it would be. What would it be? Bobby Ranch. Bobby oh, okay. Bobby Ranch. Okay. Yeah. That if sounds like a place in Vegas. Two things in my life, it'd probably be chicken and ranch. Yeah, so. <laughs> he, he survives like on that. Yeah. The Bobby Ranch sounds like some place in if Vegas. If he got cut open, if he got cut open, he would bleed ranch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Man, thank you guys for going axe throwing. And Bobby, you gonna go practice some more? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, right, cool. I'll help you. Thanks well, for thanks again us. to everybody for uh, being on the podcast. Thanks to you guys. Make sure you download their music. Thanks to uh, the guys Shane and and Colby, Colby for having yeah. us here. And you have to check it out if you haven't been to as you have to. Oh, it's right. very cool. Isn't right. it so much fun. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget they're going to do a treasure hunt for 500 bucks cash somewhere in Pittsburgh. We're winning it. In oh, June Or maybe we can't July. win it if we're going to help sponsor <laughs> it. Yeah, July. July. Yeah, right. There right. you go. July 26th. Right. Okay. Right. And head over to the St. Patrick's Day Parade and check out Tim and all the other gang, right? Yeah. Because the St. Patrick's folks are the best in town. We have the best parade. We're number four. we got to make it number one. That's right. And again, thanks to Rorick Honda. They have over 200 new and almost 50 pre-owned vehicles waiting to, to be test-driven. Follow us on social media from Facebook and Instagram to Twitter. And you will see weekly car highlights from all of Honda vehicles. Plus, check out video tips from Larry about the Rorick Advantage, vehicle maintenance, as well as Mythbusters. But as always, visit Rorick.com for all of your videos. I was born in a hurricane. I ain't no preacher made son. Gonna take the next train Cause I'm on the run Gonna go way down south They won't find me To my girl back home, yeah You're finally
Sound.